Hello, and welcome to the Punk Travels Podcast. Yes. Episode 45. This is a brand new episode in a brand new year, and we're ready to go. <laughs> you do know that we already released a podcast episode this year, y- right? Yeah. We also recorded one this year, too. So, But it's yeah. still January. So if it's January, it's still a brand new year, no matter how many of these we do. Okay. I mean, the logic's not really there, but... I think the logic is impeccable. Okay, yeah, okay, you're right. The logic's there. Thank you. Let's just cut this whole part out. Hey everyone, it's Jason and Katie, and this is the Funk Travels Podcast. Together we move from America to Turkey to pursue our dream of international living. And now we're figuring out how to live the expat life. Join us in sharing in our experiences, the ups and downs, and travels along the way. Great job. So, (laughs) in this episode... One, I think maybe one of the reasons why I said that is because we are going to talk about last year and talk about this year as kind of a review and looking forward to how our lives went, how our lives will go, and that sort of thing. So in a way, it's like a New Year's episode. Yeah. So we also did a review of like our one year of being expat. And so I feel like there's going to be a little bit of repetitiveness. But I think moving forward in the future, like we'll probably only do like the year review and not like the expat year review. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Yeah. There'll be like some feel, leftover overlap. Well, anyway. yeah, there will be some overlap and, but not like a, not a ton. And yeah, I think we won't, of course we won't cover stuff in 2016, but yeah, I don't think we'll continue doing like, Oh, this is our second year as an expat. Like, and then also having another review. Um, it just doesn't, it's just redundant, nah, but you never know. But I do really like doing reviews of like our year, 2017, this past year, and kind of talking forward for our goals in 2018. And this is like one of your least favorite things to do, but you're getting so much better at it. Yeah, I think it's part of this thing. I was having a similar experience thinking about it earlier today, not just about this, but about these kinds of things in general, because there are some things that I just don't like to do. And I think... Part of it has to do with maybe just something wrong with me that I should like to do things. And part of it is that like I just need to find out my way of liking to do them. Like these review things, for example, maybe here's a good one that we haven't figured out. You've mentioned to me multiple times about having like family meetings. And to me, <laughs> like I, there's probably nothing I would rather not do um, or wait. Yeah, I think this that was right. This makes me sound like a bad guy here. No, it's not. Not at all. And I think the problem is just the word family meeting for whatever to me just like is sour. And so I just like the, – the, and so what I what we need to figure out how to do is not have a family meeting but figure out what like what the goals of a family meeting are and then figure out how to do that in a way that we both like agree to say like, yeah, this is just what we do. Um, and – not just call it a family meeting, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So like well, that sort of thing. Here's the problem. Uh-huh. You have to have the meeting in order to have the rest no, you of don't. the We're never quote, gonna, family meeting. No, because I don't, I don't ever want to have a meeting with you. I think that just sounds so 
I don't know. Okay. Well, here's anyway. here's how this works, though, is that I suggest it, but then you don't like it. And then you don't offer, like, you don't counter offer anything. And so yeah. I'm not sure so how to move listen, forward on I mean, this. This was just this was just an example. Maybe I shouldn't have brought it up because it sets you <laughs> off. But my point was like these annual reviews or whatever, it kind of has that same sort of reaction in me that like I don't really want to do it, but I I can understand the benefit of doing it, but just like the concept of it just puts me off. And so so that's that's why. That's what what it comes do down to. Do you know why I like to do these types of things? Uh why don't you tell me? So like I really love being able to have like bookends to things that I do. Like I like having a start and I like seeing a finish. And so um, sometimes I can't always see that finish, but like with, so because I tend to start things and not finish them, um, because if it, do, if it doesn't continue to be fun, then I don't want to keep doing it. Um, so I am like a terrible, like I'm like a repetitive non-finisher of projects, but I am getting better at this. And the thing about like a year is that there is a definite start and there is a definite finish. And so there's these kind of like bookends of like celebratory things that you can do to like mark like the year and accomplishments and like things that you did within this year. And like there is like a set period of time to like reflect back on things. And I realized that I liked it because like when I lived overseas the first time, I went to like this meeting to kind of start it all off. And then at the end, um, the company that I worked for had like a meeting to like kind of uh, debrief the time that you lived overseas because there's so much like cultural change. And it was in the same place. And I was like, this is like the bookends of my time overseas. And it was perfect. It was like the place where things started and the place where things ended. And it was like, okay, this chapter is done. And that's why I like doing this type of things. I see. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem with that. Okay. Do you want me to call it like a a chapter meeting? Do you want me to call <laughs> no, it like I think the problem is a the word bookend? <laughs> okay. Well, um, do you just want me to call it like? Well, now you're mixing. Uh, di- you're mixing things here. So. Oh gosh. Yeah. Anyway, it says it doesn't matter. Um, but this is what this is where we're going to go forward. You're the one that brought this up, saying that I don't like doing these things. So I had to. I had to explain myself a little bit more. You had to defend yourself not, and then I like then had to redefend myself. Not necessarily defend, but just like explain explain how I feel about it. Yeah. So anyways, we still do these things, even though Jason doesn't like to do them. <laughs> we've been doing it we've been doing better at it anyway. Yes. Well the first like I think the first couple of years that we were married, um, we went out and had like sushi one of the nights, like the last night of New Year's. And uh, like during the sushi night, like I had questions prepared. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it went well. I like can't remember. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think it went well. Yeah, but that's I, fine. So, um, but yeah, this time we like made a point to do it again. Um, and so we went through kind of a list of questions for 2017, and I think it would be great to share it with other people. Yeah, some I don't think we're going to go through all of the questions, but um, no. we can talk about some of them anyway. Yeah, and I can list the questions in the show notes as well. So if you're curious, I do like an adapted version of um, Tish Oxenrider's questions 
that she has from the Art of Simple um, website that she owns. So Yeah, because we don't like some of the – I mean, so a lot of the questions are just very um, simple ways – not simple, different ways of looking at the same things. Um, and so – we we skipped some and some were really brief and some were really whatever. But I think we talk enough through the year that for the most part we know by the end of it what our answers are probably going to be for each other and we spend quite a bit of time together. So yeah, somewhat, somewhat. But okay, um, let's get started. First, I mean, before we get into the questions, maybe I think one of the things we did when we were talking through this was like we went through and listed all of the countries that we went to and we listed like uh like how much time of the year we spent traveling. Do you have that? Do you have those things? Oh, yes. I do have it. It's on like one of these notebook things that I have. We counted the days that we were gone, that we were either traveling, returning. We didn't do it by nights. So these are all the days that we were traveling, going somewhere, Turkey internationally, and it was like 115 days. Yeah. So what what percentage? 115 divided by 365, 31.5% of the year. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a long time. Yeah. And this goes back, and- actually, because <laughs> I think we talked about it, that like you felt like we still didn't travel enough last year. And we go like a third of the year we were traveling. But I think this comes back to part of what we talked about last episode about how like if you're not moving you're not traveling and so like 30 of those days we spent in america and i don't think you would consider that traveling not all of it yeah so so i mean (laughs) but it it was you were right yeah so it's like a 30 percent of that time 30 percent of the year we spent out of our house but you can't really consider all of that you don't consider all of that traveling. It was just a variety of things. Uh, yeah, like for the most part, it was travel. So, um, yeah, so it was 115 days, 31% of the year, um, 90 of those days. So here's where it kind of gets a little technical. 90 of those days were out of the country. And uh, 25 of those travel days was in Turkey. Mm-hmm. So we did travel quite a bit in Turkey. Yeah. And then like 60 of those 90 were our summer trip, which was like a month in Asia and a month in America. Right. Yeah. yeah that, like, that, was a, that was a big chunk of yeah, it. Yeah, that was a um, huge chunk of it. Yeah. Uh, so it's, this that was kind of fun, like being able to talk through that stat, like see a stat. Um, from our year of travel and seeing, okay, how many days were, you, were we actually in Turkey traveling? How many were out? Like, mm-hmm. how many Turkish cities did we visit? We actually counted that one up. Can you can you have them written there? Can you just like read through the whole list of where we went? Prague, Cappadocia, Adana, Bodrum, Cyprus, Istanbul, Romania, Myanmar, Thailand, Cambodia, Malaysia. Singapore. Yeah, Singapore. And uh, let's see, America, Ephesus, Antalya, Pamukkale, Germany, and Luxembourg. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, so that's 12 countries, um, 10 Turkish cities, 25 travel days in Turkey, 90 days outside of the country of Turkey. And then our total travel days was 115, so 31% of the year. Yep. Let's see if we can beat it this year. Beat it. I doubt that is beat it on less. your goals. <laughs> beat it less. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So like when we actually added it all up, I was like, whoa, that that's a lot. Yeah. And but we had said, and I think I had said at the beginning of 2017, like this is the year that I want to travel. And we did. <laughs> we we prioritized travel over pretty much anything else. Yes, we did. So, and we had um, also talked about trying to figure out like how much money we spent on all these trips. And then we we're like, no. And then we decided that wasn't <laughs> going to be a good idea. Not not because it wouldn't be interesting to know. It would just be really really difficult to try to figure it out. Maybe we should try to do a little better job this year of keeping track of those things, but Yeah, and I would say like at least when we did the extended travel, our like actual monthly budget went towards like if whatever necessities yeah. we paid for whatever necessities in Turkey, but then like pretty much all of our monthly budget went to that. So it was kind of like we were yeah. living off of our so monthly it's hard budget. To know that. Like we used g- yeah. grocery money while we were in Thailand. Does that count as like travel money or, you know, so those kinds of things are, yeah, it's hard to know. Yeah. I think the time that we were traveling would be travel money. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I guess like while we're on the topic, we, I think we had, we had different favorites when it came to like where we traveled in Turkey. Did you want to maybe mention what yours was? Do you remember my what yours favorite was? place in Turkey? I think I said Pamukkale was yeah. my favorite place that we traveled to. Um, and we did talk about Pamukkale uh, episode thirty-two, maybe <laughs> thirty-one. I'll link to it because we talked about Pamukkale Laodicea and our weekend travel there. Um, and then mine was Cappadocia. Hmm. And we did that like way back at the beginning of the year when we went and it snowed right before we went. And I was like praying that it would snow. <laughs> I was like really hoping that it was going to snow. And it did snow. And then we enjoyed a really nice cold weekend in Cappadocia, seeing like all the fresh snow on like the landscape. Yeah. And it was fun. It was good. And I think we both actually had the same favorite country. Do you remember? Like what was your favorite country? No, I think we said Malay or uh, Myanmar was our favorite. Country. Myanmar definitely surprised us the most. Um, I've traveled to a couple of these countries that we went to, but um, I did all the travel plans for the most part for Myanmar, and I was really pleasantly surprised by like our travels there and the beauty of it. And yeah. regardless of the situation that there is there now, like we had a really good experience yeah i think it's it's kind of hard to like you have to understand that question and context like it's the best yeah true of like like for example romania if i had to choose between going back to romania or going back to myanmar i would choose romania but when i look back on the year and say which of these countries was i like most happy about going to it was myanmar and it's i think it's because it was so different it was so surprising it was um yeah it's just like in the context it was like the best thing that the best place we went last year even though like it's not the like i would probably never go back and i won't be sad that i'll never go back you know that sort of thing. You you would you'd be sad. You wouldn't be sad if we never went back there. No, there's still so much to see there. Yeah, but there's so much to see all over the world and other places. Yeah, true. Yeah, um, and I agree with you. And uh, so, and we did a podcast episode that talked about our Southeast Asia trip as well. I think that's episode thirty-eight. Um, but yeah, I I 
once we like kind of did all this up, I knew we traveled a lot, but like to actually see it in the numbers was pretty, was pretty cool. I'm glad that we like did that. Yeah. So these New Year's questions that we do, um, I'll I'll just read the ones on the sheet and we're not going to talk about all of them, but there are 20 questions. Um, It's like, what was the single best thing that happened this past year? What was the single most challenging thing that happened this year? What was an unexpected joy this year? What was an unexpected obstacle? Uh, And those are good, but like I mentioned, they all kind of talk about like an unexpected joy and the single best thing. Like those are hard for me to distinguish or an unexpected obstacle versus the single most challenging thing. I don't know. Then it kind of gets into some weirdness. Um, maybe, maybe she would change it, but like you pick three words to describe your past year, which I think is fine. And then you pick three words that your partner would use to describe your year. And then you pick three words that your partner would use to describe their own year, (laughs) but you never pick three words that you would use to describe your partner's year, which I think is probably the most interesting thing about it. Um, so those are kind of weird ones. And then there's the best books you read, your most valuable relationship, um, your biggest personal change. How did you grow emotionally, spiritually, and physically? In what ways? How did you grow in your relationships? What was the most enjoyable part of your work? What was the most challenging part of your work? What was your biggest time waster? What was the best way you used your time? What was the biggest thing you learned? And then you create a phrase or a statement that describes this past year for you. So I think in general, they're good questions. I think for us, they're more of like icebreakers or whatever to start talking and like remembering things. Because I think we both have kind of trouble with like picking three words to describe your year in in general. But I think the exercise is like a good thing, I guess. (laughs) You're still not sure. I I will agree that I don't like all the questions. But like as you were reading the questions, I was thinking – oh, this is also why I like it. Like I like the bookends, but I like seeing progress because if I see progress, then I will like, it motivates me to actually continue moving forward. Yeah. And some of these goals, that type of thing. In the same aspect, I can also not see progress and then it makes me want to give up. Right. So. Yeah. And so some of, I mean, some of the things we talked about, um, like we both had the best, the single best thing that happened this past year was the same for both of us, which was our trip, trip to Southeast Asia. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was like, it wasn't necessarily planned. So it was a little bit of like unexpected thing as well, but it was probably like, we're both really glad that we did it. Like it was a little bit like, should we do it? Should we not do it? Is it too much money? Um, when would we have the chance again? But when we decided we were both like, okay, we're really happy that we did this and we're really happy that we went with friends. Yeah. So, um, it was just a really good um, experience for us. Yeah. And it was a big chunk of our 30%. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the most challenging thing that happened this year, I think we both had the same for that too. But I don't know if you want to talk about that. No, it's fine. I think I've already mentioned it in some other aspects before where like we both had some like health things this year. We're getting old. <laughs> But um, I had to actually have surgery surgery for like a cyst that I had. And it was just kind of, it was just kind of out of the blue. I wasn't necessarily expecting it. And I think like to the extent of which we had to go to take care of it, which we did choose to do that instead of waiting. But um, 
yeah, I think there was just some like, oh, this is not what I planned on doing with <laughs> with my year. Yeah. Um, and uh, and think it just kind of like tested me mm, spiritually, like with just trusting and knowing that like, okay, this is for a reason, and um, like I. I had needed to learn some like new words for things here and uh, like entrusting the doctors and the medical and the healthcare that was here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that eventually I was going to have to do those things, but I just didn't think that we'd have to do that within like our first year of living here. Um, and everything's fine and went okay. And there hasn't been any complications, but um, it was, that was kind of a, like one of the hardest things that I've kind of had to go through. Yeah. And for me year. too, I put that, but that that's the most challenging thing that happened. Um, though I think there were probably some aspects of like our relationship that were pretty challenging. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But probably like the question is the single most and I'm quite literal when I read things. And so we have to just pick one. And so I think we picked her surgery. Um, but as far as like outcomes, like it went the surgery went fine and we had no problems and it really went as smooth as it really could have, but it was still yeah. and there's, a challenge. And it was almost like a blessing too, because there were some other things that were discovered and fixed as well. So that like, um, yeah, it just was a, it was a good thing that we chose that route. Um, and we don't regret that at all. Yeah. So, um, I, I wouldn't mind like, I mean, we've talked about the difficulties of moving overseas like in the difficulties it has on your marriage, but I wouldn't mind t- touching on that because there was a lot of redemption in that the second half of the year, um, unless you don't want to. But I think like there's some, I think anybody can have the type of year that we had, um, but I don't think everyone always figures out how to get out of that <laughs> type. Yeah, I think I, I wasn't prepared to, to talk about it very much and not that it would be bad but i part of me thinks well like it doesn't have much to do with us being here it's just a lot of our problems have to do with just who we are as people and i suppose that's true i guess no matter where you live and so maybe people would be interested in hearing us talk about that and i think we've mentioned some of it somewhat but i don't think we need to talk about it right now no but i think too like There's, yes, while you say like a lot of it's who we are, I think because of it being who we are was amplified when we came here um, with the change of atmosphere, culture, dreams, visions, and like just everyday life of how we kind of want to live our life here. And so I I think that played quite a bit of role. I think that's why it was difficult um, in some of those aspects. I think we can just say... I'm I'm a five, you're a seven, and go read the Enneagram <laughs> book, and then you'll you'll understand everything that happened. So true, true. I think like the most important outcome of this, and this is we can just say this about it, was that there was a lot of intentionality put into the this last fall to like just change how we were living and acting um, towards one another. So, like, we just put a lot of effort into, like, kind of rekindling. Um, rekindling, it sounds like, I don't know what that, it just sounds terrible. But, like, really put some effort into just our relationship. And I, I think that I've been really 
thankful that we we did that this last year. That's been one of the best things. I'm glad you feel that way. But we still don't have family meetings. Maybe maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe that's why you were acting like we were acting the way that we were acting before that is because you didn't want to do them, and I was like, we should do them. Well, we still didn't do them, so I don't yeah. think that's well, the problem. Anyway. Well, okay. Well, maybe maybe it's because I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe someday we'll we'll talk about these things a little more. This isn't a marriage podcast, Katie. I didn't say family meeting in the sense of like I just wanted to be able to talk about like specifically <laughs> about like how things are going during the month and right. like I when you don't ever intentionally talk about those things and you just like you just forget about them and you don't move forward. This this is like a whole 2018 goals thing as we move as we talk about like this year and what we want. This conversation has come uh, up. Maybe what you want, but I think it's the literally. I think the only problem is the words "family meeting." Just oh my gosh, I think I used that word once. No, you use because it I was every trying time. to describe. You use it no. every time. Let's. I don't move remember on. the last time I've asked you hey, for a family hey, meeting. Our marriage is fine. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> so Do you want it to be called like a review? Katie. Like a quarterly review? <laughs> Let's just stop. Let's just move on. If anybody out there knows of a word that we could use for this, do you want to call it coffee time? No. Gosh, it would make you hate coffee, wouldn't it? Might have to give it up again. Okay. So there's also this like little personality thing that I've been reading about from this gal, Gretchen Rubin. And she talks about the four different types of personalities. Are these the animal like, things? No, I read about the animals too. These are that's like the Smalley Institute. You're a beaver, and I'm, I'm an otter. Um, is that right? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Um, which apparently are like great to be together, but they also like cause the most problems with one another. Um, like you can like help each other make achieve like your goals in life, but you also like drive each other insane. Apparently. Um, the the other one is like four different type of like um I'm not sure like habit people like how you like create habits how you get things done how you like move forward with your goals and like I can't even remember one of them I know it's like an upholder an obliger um a rebel and then there's one other one which apparently I'm not but like I'm really thinking that you're tending towards being a rebel uh, you just don't like any of th these ideas. So if they're not my ideas, then <laughs> yeah. So I I really think that you might be like in the rebel category when it comes to like these types of things. That's possible. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So good good things, bad things, and then it has this. It goes on this weird detour through a bunch of like pick three words that describe. And so I just want to skip those. You can you can leave it up to yourself to describe your own lives in three words. Um, but let's jump down. What was the best books that you read this year? Okay. Um, our friends Ashley and Eric suggested the Red Rising series when we were traveling with them in Asia. And I think we started it. Maybe you started it while we were in Asia. I think so. Do you remember? And then I got hooked on it. Um, and then I think we... Gosh, we both were like, these books are so good. So if you haven't read the Red Rising series, you should go read them. I think because the, they're just awesome. I think the fourth one comes out 
tomorrow or Tuesday. So it's like three books. Do you want to describe it? You're much better at describing books on like yeah, what they're about without giving anything away. It's it's best to know the best sort of recommendations you can get is if you know a person to tell them you will like this and not tell them anything else. And so I would just say like if you enjoyed the Hunger Games, if you read and enjoyed the Hunger Games, then you would read and enjoy these books. And that's all. For sure. If if you don't if you didn't read the Hunger Games or you read them and didn't really like it, then then you don't you might like this, I don't know. But if you like the Hunger Games, you could read these books and you would like them. That's all I'll say. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. they're really really good. Yeah. And I was actually, I mean, I know that you read a lot of books. Um and I'm always like super impressed with how many books you read, but I actually read quite a few books. And mm-hmm. I was impressed with how many that I read. Yeah, good job. I think it was something like 15. It was at least more than one book a month. Yeah, you were at more and than one. And I realized. I had 19, 19 books last year. Really? I was not far behind. Maybe it was like 12. Maybe that's maybe that's exactly how many I read. I can't remember how many it is. but It's something like that. I was yeah. actually pleasantly surprised that um, I got through it. And I've learned the reason I got through it is because I read like three or four of them on audiobooks. Because I bought this audio, <laughs> I had like a free trial of audio Audible um, from Amazon. And then uh, when it wasn't free anymore, I forgot to cancel it. And then I just kept forgetting to cancel it. And so then we had like four or five credits and I had to get books with them. Right. And so then I just I had to do it. So we have three I more actually credits. read a few books. I might not have. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because they had some deal of like $5 for three credits or something. So Yeah. So um, I actually can get through books that I probably wouldn't just read on my own if I can listen to them. So that's any type of like nonfiction book, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I can get through. So, um, yeah. But that was actually, I was pleasantly surprised with my reading yeah. This last year. What was your biggest personal change from January to December? Hmm. Did I actually answer this? I don't know if you did. I did though. Oh, I, I when I was doing this, I said I gained inches because <laughs> I have put on a few uh, a few pounds this last year. Yeah. I don't know that that's actually so. what it's talking about. But Oh, this one. Oh, no. I put that one under what ways did you grow physically? <laughs> physically. Yeah. So, you took that question said, very literally. I gained inches very literally. Um, but I yeah. did say afterwards, but I'm still exercising. <laughs> yeah. Mine were the same for both of those. And that was to be able to run. I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast or not, but I've been running. I'm a runner. I am so proud of you. Sometimes I'm I so run. I'm so proud of you. No, it's not sometimes. It is consistently three times a week you do a 5K. That was an office quote. So anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, you've always wanted this from me, but I've tended to not want to do it. But then I decided that it was actually- Rebel, no, rebel, part, rebel. Part of the the marriage thing you were talking about. This was one of the ways that I wanted to- love you i guess it's to run with you so really i thought it was for like health reasons i mean i was like you need to exercise jason yeah you keep telling me that yeah but and i did exercise 
but you but you wanted to run anyway what i found and this was a pretty big change is that like when i first started it was terribly difficult um but now it's not that i mean it's still it can be hard but it's not like impossible to do anymore and i don't quite know what what like changed physically but something changed so that my like rest specifically like my respiratory system like i can i can actually breathe while i'm running as opposed to like when i first started like it's just i get so out of breath that it's just impossible to do anything and so even though i don't think i'm really in any better shape than i was like i think my respiratory system has increased yeah you can even have like full conversations yeah so yeah and you let me run with you sometimes Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to talk to you for the most part, but sometimes I still talk to you well, and you still listen to me. Sometimes. And sometimes I do really good where I just like plug in headphones and listen to something. Well, yeah, I just like I like to listen to my podcast or whatever when I'm running. So, yeah. And if you're talking. The last time I ran with you, I did not talk to you. Yes, you did well. <laughs> sometimes we talk the last couple times the ones that we've talked the most is usually me just talking at you and you're not really talking back <laughs> because you get in these little slumps of like feeling bad about everything you're doing and so i'm I have to help you get out of them yeah you're pretty helpful when it comes to that apparently the only time i can get you to do that is whenever we're running not really you do it other times but like i just Apparently, I feel that way, and then we go for a run, and then you just have to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think mine was – I do you remember mine? Do you, are we finished with yours? Yeah. The biggest personal change Um. was that I have a lot more direction with my life goals. Like in the past, I've talked about um, being frustrated with like not knowing – like kind of losing my identity and like having too much identity in my past work, but, um, and then kind of being this in-between stage of still wanting to do some like creative things on the side that wasn't Turkish learning. And so like this year I've, I've really kind of opened up to like have more direction with what I want to do and um, whether it's on the blog or if it's um like I've actually started doing travel writing and been published on a few websites and um, I get to write in an expat magazine. So like that's been like one of the biggest changes this last year is like actually moving forward with some of those goals instead of just thinking and thinking and thinking about them. I actually said, okay, I'm going to do this. And so. Yeah, that's good. So any of these other questions, do you have anything? I mean, there were some good ones, but is there anything in the kind of the remaining questions that you wanted to bring up about last year? Um, I think like, so last year was our first full like calendar year in, uh, in Turkey. And I know that we didn't really start building relationships until we got back from Germany last year because the first four months was a lot of figuring things out. But when we came back in January, that was, it really felt like a true start where we didn't have to worry about our house and, um, getting things fixed and we could really just focus on some of the things that we wanted to move forward in. Mm-hmm. And I think like the, it's been really cool to see how many friends we've made over the last year. Although today I was walking home from church and I was like, I don't have any friends, Jason. And he's like, that's, that's not true. Um, but like, it kind of was fun to see kind of the growth in relationships with people, um, either through our church or through like um, 
like I'm a part of this international women's thing with our neighbors. It's been really fun. And uh, to see like it kind of like all accumulated at our Thanksgiving party that we had um, and like seeing all of our friends kind of in the same place made it really um, like it just was very apparent that we've been really blessed here with a good community of people. And even like our friends who didn't know each other, who then met one another, just really got along well at our party. And so it was fun to see like just our whole network of people kind of enjoy one another as well. Yeah, I agree with that. That was kind of the big one of that was that was a big one for me this last year. So, yeah, good. Yeah. So 2017, it's in the books. 2018 is what's the uh, what's the opposite of in the books on deck <laughs> um, starting a new chapter yeah starting a new book yeah it's the so. sequel 2017 the sequel yeah so um did you want to talk about 2018 yeah i thought so yeah i don't think it would take too long we've got like a few um Minutes. How should we approach a few minutes? Well, I <laughs> How mean, should we approach this? So Let's one see. of the things I can talk about is um, I did make a list of of personal goals for this year. And some of them are, are good. Some of them are, are boring. Um, and we had talked about like f- financial goals for for you wanting like thirty years, fifty years, a hundred years down the road, like those kinds no. of goals. And us, us. I wanted like futuristic us. visions of us. Yeah. So part of the strength finders um personality things we're just listing off all the different personality, whatever trait finder tests you can have out there. Futuristic is like one of my things that I like it's just a part of who I am. So Yeah. Yes. I wanted to figure out where we were going. Yeah. So we we did talk about that a little bit um, and did some things along those lines. Uh, But personally, I think one of the things that I'm working on or trying this year is to do better with having um, doing reviews. We talked about this a little bit, Um, but trying to do uh, monthly, monthly reviews for both like personal and my business. It's one of these things. And so I started in January and basically it's really simple thing of having, um, basically there's five questions on the review. What went well last month? What was difficult last month? What books did you read last month? Review last month's goals and write new new goals for this month. And so basically I'm, I'm planning on every, the first Monday of every month or around that time to go through this. And I did, I did January, you know, a couple of weeks ago and it went well enough. And so, um, looking at the goals that I wrote, it was good that I looked at them again because I had forgotten, uh, at least one of them. So <laughs> I need to maybe add a step in my review to like maybe every Monday and just at least look at my goals or something. But, um, so that's one thing that I'm trying to do in 2018 and I think it should it should be good. the The idea was to make it easy, easy enough that, like, I can do it in just like one hour a month or something. Because I think part of the problem, especially when you're starting a new thing, is that 
you like get really excited about it and you make this really, really, really big thing that has all of this stuff going on. And then it just makes it really difficult to keep up. Like people, when they make New Year's goals, they're like, I want to lose a bunch of weight. And so you said, okay, I'm going to go to the gym every day for an hour. It's like, well, that's just such a difficult goal that it's going to be really difficult to to keep up. And so hopefully this is um, this is reasonable, attainable enough that um, that I'll keep it up. But so that's one of, I think, the biggest things for me in 2018. I agree. I think that's great. I think that, yeah, reviewing it more often is helpful. It like keeps you on track. So, and then I had some, like I actually started using last year at the end of the year, um, something called Power Sheets. Power and it's Sheets. By, Power Sheets. It's by Laura Casey. And what's cool about these is kind of actually what you do. Like it's just what you do on pretty paper. <laughs> and um, it does like, it was helpful for me to like write down what were the most important things to do during that month and to see progress as like we, we go through it. And so um, I feel like January has somewhat like came quickly and as a surprise. And so I am like giving myself a lot of grace this month. Wait, um, cause January came quickly as a surprise. No, it just <laughs> kind of like told you that it was coming. <laughs> I know, but no, I meant more like, um, I was going to prepare for January a little bit more than I did. And so I just feel a little bit behind. But January is not a special month. It's just another month. And so I am hoping to work on some of my projects like travel writing and the blog and then Turkish. Those are like my three big things. But actually, I think I just need to have two big things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've actually had some some conversations about this, how I think that um, – it just takes me a longer time to get things done, um, especially when it comes to writing and some of that s- stuff. And so I think I just really only have time for one other thing if I want to keep up my Turkish learning. And so I'm, we're trying to still kind of figure out what that looks like. And I'm trying to figure out what that looks like. Jason has already figured it out for me. I'm just having trouble letting go. <laughs> just waiting for you to catch up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's basically everything. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so we um we are excited. We I don't know if like we have plans to really travel as much as we did last year. I think we've have some other I would love to travel as much as we did last year, but I think like with some other financial goals and some like maybe bigger ideas down the road, it's just going to require us to maybe travel less and maybe do some other things with that money as well. Yeah, so. we'll see. Um and we had talked we haven't, we've talked about maybe talking about in one of our family meetings about like all we want to do. Stop saying that. <laughs> stop, stop saying that. I I cannot remember the last time I said, well, you should have a family meeting. But I do think that it would be helpful for okay. us to yeah, review yeah, yeah. Stop, our stop, goals stop. every month or quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But what uh, my point was, we had talked about wanting to like, put together a list of all the places that we want to go this year and kind of make make that make that list and then narrow it down to like which ones are actually achievable and whatnot because we we talked about going to Dubai maybe next month and going to London sometime this year and you want to go to and we both want to go to like the Am- in Amsterdam and uh, places in Turkey that we want to go to and going back to America at some point and so just all of these things that we need to figure out how we're going to make time for and do and 
yeah. So we need to do that. Like but, save for. So yeah, save for that type of thing. both for money, but also just time and yeah. So that's kind of when we're what we're thinking on being a little bit more strategic. I think last year we just were like. Whatever came our way, we just did it. And I think this year we're like, okay, we really want to get some to some of these places and we haven't made it to some of these places. So, um, and there's potential that like we could have some friends who can meet up with us too in some of these countries. And um, I'm just like hoping and praying that friends want to come visit us here in Turkey as well. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see kind of how this goes this next year. But I think like overall, we know kind of where we're going and what we're doing. And we have some like new things coming down the line when it comes to like longer term ideas. And I'm excited about it. Are you excited about it? Yeah. 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 I think so. Um, I think more so I'm excited because we've talked about it last year, but we didn't like act on it for several reasons. But I think that this year is a lot more feasible to move forward in some of these bigger ideas. So, yeah. So when it comes to, do you have any like specific ones that you want to talk about? Um, no, there were some other, like one of the goals was to do monthly, monthly reviews. And so that's like one of the big overriding goals and that will generate smaller ones. But then other ones, a lot of them were pretty, we're kind of along those lines of like figure out what the goals are for these things. Um, and then some other ones like Turkish is on there to be a little more intentional with, with that. Um, I've run a 10 K down as one of the goals and which I'm really excited about. Yeah. And then I have some like work goals that are, um, a little more specific and, and stuff, but I'm like just thinking about this episode and I'm like, who really wants to hear about our 2017 year review and who really wants to know what our 2018 goals are? It's just, yeah, we'll see. It's the point of the show. I know. But I am curious, like if I thought, I thought about sharing like kind of my progress and like goals and how I do that on the blog as I like do these things and I'm working to like find goals and as like a stay at home wife, freelancer, expat. And I'm curious to know like if other people would be interested in seeing my progress and how I move forward in those. So if you would like to see those, if you'd like for me to talk about this, um, let us know. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested, Jason, if you would also want to share your progress. Nope. Nope. <laughs> how did I know the answer to that one? We've been married for three years almost four almost four yeah yeah so um as always you can find us on facebook and twitter and instagram at funk travels and on our website funktravels.com and um, feel free to stop by let us know uh what you did last year and what you're going to do next year this year so we'd love to hear from you we always love to hear from you so um we look forward to it that's right thanks for joining in happy new year Happy 2018 start of your year and happy goal making and goal accomplishing in future. Yep. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah. So that's 2018. Someone's at the door. Merhaba. 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 Merhaba.